again, everyone, and welcome back to The InDesigner, the podcast that provides information, instruction, and insight for designers using and learning Adobe InDesign. I'm your host, Michael Murphy, graphic designer, Adobe certified expert in InDesign CS4, author of Adobe InDesign CS4 Styles, and now author of a video training course for lynda.com entitled InDesign CS4 Learning Grep. It's been a while since episode 52, but I hate loose ends, so many months later, here we are with episode 53, part 2 of Acrobat Friendly Form Design. Last time around, we set up lines for these fill-in form fields. In this episode, we're going to look at the other form elements in this layout, checkboxes, radio buttons, and comb fields. First, let's export this to PDF to see where we left off. I'm going to save this as Form Test 1. And I'm using the same export options that I used in the last episode. There's really no specific set of export requirements when something's ultimately going to be a form in Acrobat. So I'll click Export. And in Acrobat, I'm going to run Form Field Recognition by hitting Shift-Command-7, or Shift-Control-7 on Windows. And I'm told that there are currently no form fields in this PDF. Do I want Acrobat to detect them for me? Yes, I do. And you can see that the same form fields that were found in the last episode are still found here, and they're all basically the text fill-in lines that I dealt with in the last episode. But I want to zoom in on a specific area of this form. And notice that down here, I've got a checkbox for this other category. But I have all these other checkboxes here, none of which have been recognized by Acrobat. So this is clearly not working, at least not the way I want it to. So I'm going to close this and not save it. Let's go back to InDesign and see how we can deal with this problem. Let's zoom in down here and take a look at that other checkbox. And right off the bat, I can see that that differs from these checkboxes here. Because I have invisibles on and frame edges highlighted, you'll notice that it has these crisscross lines through it, indicating that it's actually a graphic shape. If I select it with the direct selection tool and right click on it, you can also see that it is an anchored object. So it's a square that was drawn and pasted into this text frame. These other checkboxes are set up as a bulleted list. I'm going to option click on this bulleted list button up here in the control panel to open up the bullets and numbering dialog. And you can see that I'm using this square bullet, placing a tab after it, and using a character style I have called checkboxes to apply the look for those checkboxes. Well, unfortunately, that's not working for me. So what I'm going to do is switch from bullets to none, click OK. You can see it changes this line, so I'm going to go back up to the control panel and choose from the paragraph style icon, Redefine Style. And now that removes the bulleted feature from all of the options that are here. What I want to do now is add that drawn in checkbox as an anchored object the same way it appears down here in Other because I know for a fact in Acrobat that's going to work for me. So I'll go to the Selection tool and I'm going to select that box copy it to the clipboard and then I'm going to put my cursor right in here at the beginning of these other options and I'm going to use fine change and grep to speed this operation up for me this is a variation of a trick that was featured in a previous episode I'm going to open the fine change dialog I'm in the grep tab and what I'm looking for is the beginning of a line followed by any word character and I want to wrap the any word character meta character here backslash w in parentheses so it can be remembered by grep and I can ask for it later in the change to portion of the search 
This is what's called a marking sub-expression. In the change to field, what I want to insert is my clipboard contents formatted, basically that copied square. After that, I want to put a tab, which is backslash T, and then I want to put back whatever character was found by this backslash W portion of the expression above. To do that, I go to the found submenu and choose found text one, and I get dollar sign one. I know this is going to work, so I'm just going to click change all. First, I'll change it to search the story, just in case. I'll click change all, and 48 replacements are made. I'll click done, and that's exactly what I wanted. Now I have 48 checkboxes, all of which have the same appearance as this because they're drawn shapes inserted into each line. Now before I go any further and test this, I have some other options here that are going to need a similar treatment. Over here in the payment method, I'll zoom in on that, and these are going to be similar but somewhat different to the checkboxes. Many checkboxes can be checked for many different options. But for payment method, it's an either-or choice. It's one or the other. So I want Acrobat to recognize my choices here as radio buttons, not checkboxes. So I'm going to put my cursor right here before the first option, bill me later, and I'm going to paste in that same square that I originally copied for the checkboxes. Put a little space after it too. I'm going to switch to the selection tool, select that box, and from the object menu, I'll choose Convert Shape to Ellipse. And that changes this into a circle. And then I'm going to select that circle and the space after it. And I'm just going to copy it to the clipboard and paste it in before each of these other options. There's only three more, so it's not a lot of work. And it's actually faster to do it this way. So now I've got these circular options next to each of the payment methods. Let's zoom out here, save this file and I'm going to do another test export to see how I'm doing. Call this form test 2, save it with the same options, and in Acrobat I'm going to run form field recognition, and that's more like it. All of these options here for these 48 different categories are actual checkboxes, and you can see them all over here in the fields panel. Each option here is showing a little checkbox icon next to it, showing the type of form data that it is. But if I look down here in the fields panel, all the way near the bottom, notice there's one option here called payment method that looks a little bit different. I'm going to click this little triangle next to it, and it rolls open to show all of my payment options nested under one choice, which is payment method. If I click bill me later over here, it highlights that button, MasterCard is highlighted here, Visa, and American Express. If I click Payment Method, they're all selected because they're all a valid choice for one option, which is Payment Method. I'm going to leave Form Editing Mode, and let's take a look at the behavior in the live form of these particular options. I'm going to zoom out a bit, and notice when I check any of the checkboxes, I can select as many as I want throughout the entire form. These are multiple choices. That's how checkboxes work. You're familiar with this convention from the web. But another convention from the web is the either-or choice, which is usually a radio button. Because I drew these in as circular shapes, Acrobat automatically detected them as radio button choices. And it chose the adjacent text payment method as the category under which all of these fall. So if I click bill me later and then change my mind and decide I want to charge it to my visa, 
Bill Me Later becomes switched off and Visa becomes switched on. Only one can be chosen at any given time. Now, I didn't do anything special here except draw a circle instead of a square. Acrobat detected that shape, interpreted it to be a radio button, and it did all of the work for me. So we're almost done here. The only thing left is to give people a place to fill in their credit card number and expiration date. So let's go back to InDesign and set that up. I'll close this, not gonna save it. And back in InDesign, I'm gonna zoom in on this area where I'm gonna work on the credit card. Now, based on the fact that for the checkboxes, drawn shapes were what Acrobat recognized, you may think that I need to draw in individual boxes for each number in the credit card field. And that's actually not what I'm going to do. First of all, it's too much work. I don't want to figure out how to get 16 boxes sized proportionally to fill the necessary space and then group them all together and have to make changes to each one if I'm going to modify the stroke or anything like that. I want to do it much more simply. And I'm going to do that with another InDesign feature, Tables. I've got my cursor here above the text card number, and I'm going to go to the Table menu and choose Insert Table. And what I want is a table that is only one row and is 16 columns, which is the maximum number of digits I'm going to need for a credit card. For right now, the table style basic table is going to be applied, and that's fine. I have no need to change that at this point. So I'm going to click OK. And a table using InDesign's defaults is inserted here. I'm going to shut invisibles off and hide frame edges to make things a little bit easier to see. And I'm just going to modify this table so that it matches some of the other lines in my form. Everything here, the line around the checkboxes, the line for the text insert fields, is all half point. So and I'm going to select this entire row and up here for the stroke attribute I'm going to change it to a half point and then I'm going to deselect all of the other strokes except for the top one in this proxy image and I'm going to set that top stroke to zero and you can see here that now I've got an open comb which looks a little bit better and a much lighter weight line I'm going to select the table again I'm going to go back to the table menu to table options table setup and I'm going to first turn preview on and then change this default of a space after of negative four points and bump it up to negative one point just to push this card number text away a little bit from the table itself. And I'll click OK. Also under the table menu, I'm going to go to cell options, text, and I'm going to delete all of these insets. I'm going to set everything to zero because in the InDesign layout itself no text is actually going to go in any of these cells and you can see that with no insets my table size closes up dramatically. I actually want that to be a little bit bigger. I'm going to drag a guideline down here to the baseline where this American Express text is and I'm going to click and hold on the bottom stroke of this table and drag it to that line and it gives me about the height that I want. I'll click off, take a look, and that looks pretty good. Now I'm going to do the same thing over here for expiration date, but I only need a comb of six cells, two for the month and four for the year. So I'm just going to go back to this existing table, hover over the top, and click and drag across the first six cells. I'll copy those to the clipboard, put my cursor in the line above the expiration date text, and just paste it in there, and I'm done. I've capitalized on all the work that I did for this table and just copied and pasted it in over here. Now let's export this to Acrobat and see what we get. 
I'll save the file, hit export, we'll call this form test 3, save it, use the same export settings, run form field recognition in Acrobat, and look at that, I've got everything we had before, and now I have these fields down here for card number and expiration date. But you'll notice that this is just one field, even though there are 16 digits that are supposed to go in there, and this is one field, even though there are six digits that are supposed to go in. If I look down here in the fields panel, they show up as regular text fields the same way that name, title, company, and some of the others do. So let's take a look at this outside of the form editing mode and check the behavior of these. I'm going to zoom in down here on the credit card area so you can see it better and I'm gonna start filling in this credit card field and don't get your hopes up folks this is not my credit card number these are just random digits notice as I type that everything is going nicely into each of these compartments if I tab over I go into expiration date and I can just type in continuous numbers and they all fall nicely into those little slots let's go back to form editing mode and I'm gonna double click on this and let's see exactly why that happened I'm going to double click this field which opens the text field properties dialog and under the options tab you'll notice that comb of 16 characters is what's set up for this field I'll close this and you'll see that the same thing is going on over here for the expiration date if I double click that that's a comb of six characters this was done automatically by Acrobat because it recognized the structure of my table as a comb field so there we have it, a completely working form with checkboxes, radio buttons, comb fields, and normal text fields, all automatically identified by Acrobat with no additional work needing to be done inside Acrobat itself. Designing a form that's Acrobat friendly is one thing. Distributing that form and collecting responses is another. I'm not going to cover that in this episode or the next one. I'm done with this topic for now. But I did cover PDF form distribution in an e-seminar for Adobe back in August. And you can watch a recording of that session by following this URL or just going to tinyurl.com slash formdesign. If you want to learn more about the kind of grep searching I did in this episode, check out my InDesign CS4 learning grep course on lynda.com. And if you want to know about bulleted lists or anything else related to styles, pick up a copy of Adobe InDesign CS4 Styles at tinyurl.com slash cs4styles. You can also get it on amazon.com or anywhere else that you buy books. I hope everyone has a safe and happy holiday season and that the year ahead brings peace and prosperity for us all. Until next time, this is Michael Murphy for the InDesigner Podcast. Thanks for watching.